I'm going to hear your voice though on here, aren't I? Oh my God, what do we normally do? Can you put headphones in your laptop? Yes, that's it. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. Should we just do this? Slow mo, should we just do this? Grand. Andy Bush here with Louise Maloney as ever. Welcome to uh, another edition of the A to Z of everything. You know what we're trying to do on this. We're trying to categorise and record everything in life uh, by organising it in alphabetical order, uh, guided by the Bag of Destiny, which is, of course, a felt bag with loads of stones with letters written on them because it's that kind of level of uh, quality of podcast. We just need to start with an apology about uh, us not being around for a week or so. And that's on me, Louise. I'm not going to lie, it is on you. It, it's been on me in the past, but this time it is on you. It's on me, and that is just because, just because of, I got the uh, I got the COVID, I got the dreaded lurgy, went to a lovely family party up in Liverpool. Thought, oh, that's really nice, spend some time with, you know, uh, extended family members, like loads of people joining in and, and doing the jig and dancing and all that kind of stuff. Came back within a day, absolutely, the, one of the most ill... I've ever felt in my entire life. Genuinely, I felt like, um, you know how, say, in like the 1500s, someone maybe would have expired. I, I reckon I felt like I was in like a Bronte novel. If someone would have left a window open at night, I'd have died of a draft. You would. And I, I, we did keep in contact, which is good, whilst you were sick. And the word I used to describe you is pathetic. You were kind of pathetic that week. Yes, I, I was pathetic. And this is a unique thing to um, COVID, I think, is that uh, I, cu- I couldn't... Like think straight. Mm. I was trying to. Th- I was trying to explain myself to like my other half, Katie, when I was talking about like where the kids' shoes were. They're upstairs in the, mm. you know, in the. I, and I couldn't think of any words for like bedroom and stuff like that as well. So thank God I didn't go anywhere near a microphone and us doing this podcast because I'd have been even worse than normal. That brain fog is kind of freaky, isn't it? That you get with COVID, where you're just like, is this going to go? Like, am I going to remember the word for my keys again at some point? Because you're like, you feel like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I get dementia now. Like, I kind of understand it. Yeah, I, I was worried that that, that was literally, um, there's going to be huge, like, gaps in my vocabulary and that's it for the rest of my life. But luckily, I'm on the mend now, though. I've been cycling back into work again, so that means that I'm okay. Because, you know, when you're ill, you look at, like, people doing stuff and you think, oh, my God, I don't know how people do that. Mm. So I, I, I couldn't imagine at one point when I was kind of shivering on the couch, I was thinking, I'm never going to be able to cycle to work again in, in my entire life because I felt like my lungs were the size of Sparrow's lungs. Uh, and luckily, I'm back. And you look great, Bush, and you have made a very, very, very exciting purchase since we last spoke. Yeah. (laughs) Look at the blank face. What is it? I'll give you a hint. It's going to be probably a passion project. Come on, Bush. Oh, you mean the allotment. I mean the allotment. Tell We've me We've got more. ourselves an allotment. We've been on the uh, the waiting list for an allotment for ages. So, I, you know, I think in your in your halcyon days, when you're going out and doing stuff and living the, living the dream and partying, you might be on the waiting list for a uh, season ticket for a football club or something like that. Or maybe a Wembley membership or something so you can go and watch gigs. But uh, now I, I'm 48 and... Uh, um, am I 48? I'm going to be 48, uh, and it's just it's just an, uh, a waiting list for an allotment. So we've been on there for ages. Finally got the call the other week, and it's just amazing. Normally, I'm not interested. The weird thing is, right, I'm not into gardening at all. I find it incredibly boring, like oh. doing your own garden. I don't know why, but I like the idea of taking on a project where you've got a strip of land amongst all these kind of cute old people who've spent ages like tarting up their little patch with like loads of little wind chimes and fairies and sheds and stuff like that and cute named things. Um, and I like the idea of like growing veg and garlic and stuff like that. What's your view on gardening, uh, Louise? 
I'm a bit like you. Like my granny used to love gardening, and I and I feel like it's something that's probably really good for mental health. Yes. And when you look into it, apparently it's really good to get your hands in like the earth and clay and all that kind of stuff. I am pretty lazy though, so I'm not sure how much I'd commit to it. But you have been talking about an allotment for since I've known you for about ten years. So I feel bang like it on. you're banging on, but I feel like this is a real bucket list moment for you. And I think it's going to be great for the kids. Just go up there of a weekend, you know, Saturday morning, bring a coffee. I feel like it's going to be like a really positive thing in your life. Well, that, well, that is the thing. I think that's that's the kind of dream that we have in our heads. So we, we've been up there a couple of times. We haven't, we haven't got anything on it at the moment, just like a bare patch of like soil. Yeah, it looks but, quite um, big, Bush, is it? It's quite big. Well, yeah, yeah. They showed us the wrong one accidentally to start with. And it was right. like three, like three uh, patches wide. Right. And like, you know, 250 feet long or so. We're like, oh my God, this is like Wembley Stadium. Luckily, <laughs> like, oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. Um, so luckily, it's just a small manageable amount. But, you know, the, the kids went down there. They were like crawling around in amongst loads of stuff, nicking apples off the trees and eating them. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, they had great, some other old lady gave them some grapes from her little vineyard thing that she's working on. So, you know, it's either, I always do the same thing with, with our kids. I'll always take them into Leon C, go around the Broadway, go to Wilmer's, have a cupcake. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you do the same, you get very habitual when you're an yeah. adult. So I think what would be quite good is having this alternate thing of going to make going to make a cup of tea at the allotment. And, and I'm really getting, I'm really excited. Uh, despite all the, the you know, myriad of different amazing things you can do at allotment, I'm looking forward to having tea on a stove. Oh my God, are you going to do all that, are you? I'm going to get a little gas stove and make some tea. How cool is that going to be? It's going to be like being in EastEnders. Are you, could you get a little fire pit or something? That'd be kind of cool as well for like I think you could. night times, wouldn't it? I want, a, I want a fire pit. There's a few people down there have got like a water butt so they can go down the end and get themselves some water for watering their plants and all that kind of thing. But And also, if I get on the wrong side of the law, yeah. allotments are brilliant places to um, hide out, as we know from TV and film. Brilliant. Or hide a body. You could hide a body there. Well, weirdly enough, um, not, not to go too into it, but there was quite a famous murder case in the allotment that we are in. Brilliant. Where they, there was a gangland hit in that allotment, which is very un-allotment. It's not very Arthur Fowler, is it? But mm. there was, a, there was a, a body not that long ago found there where someone had been like an informer or turned or whatever as part of a gang in Essex, and they found that person's body in our allotment. What about that? Do you think it's in your space, your exact space? That's why it's up for grabs. That's a good point. I'd never really thought about that. It did come up quite quick. <laughs> they told us not to ask any questions. Uh, what's been going on with you, uh, Louise, before we get stuck into this week's episode of A to Z of Everything? Same old shit, Bush. I'm just very excited for you. I'm wondering if maybe I could set you a challenge to grow something by next summer. And then, or maybe, I mean, you'll have to fill me in on when stuff can grow well. Like, i.e., is it spring? Is it autumn? I'm not really sure. And then maybe I could set you a little task, like maybe grow me a butternut squash or something. And then I could make soup and then we could eat the soup. What do you think? That'd be good. That sounds kind of uh, uh, utopian, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, um, we could, or we could just start growing weeds. Oh, like pot? Should we do that? Oh my God, medicinal pot. I would love to grow that. That would be amazing. And we can start selling weed tea. Well, what we'd have to do, though, is like... Grow them, say it, start them at the allotment. Again, I don't really know how you grow it. Mm. And then can we come over to your flat and use your electricity bill to like heat them up? I imagine it's got, you've got like a newish build, haven't you? So I imagine it's quite warm in there. It's warm. Is that okay? And you see this room that I'm in, it's quite enclosed. I feel like we could get away with it in this enclosed room. No windows. This is it. Because I'm in the little laundry cupboard. So let's, yeah, let's grow the weed plants in here. Get your orders in early. Get in touch with us uh, at A to Z of everything on Instagram and uh, book early to avoid disappointment. But should we get on with this week's episode? We apologise for being off for a week, but we are back with a bang. Uh, I think last time we were together, we drew the letter J out of the bag of destiny. Is that the, is that the case, Louise? Let's go for it. I'm always worried I've researched the wrong one. But yes, let's go for J right now, please. 
Okay, so uh, Louise, could we could you kick us off with stuff beginning with J in the A to Z of everything? Well, this is going to split the room. Good. Um, and I need you to decide on how you feel about it, okay? So the first one going in is the jacuzzi. And the reason <laughs> we need to discuss it, because is it a decadent thing to do with your friends on a hen, having champagne in the jacuzzi, or is it just the most disgusting germ soup that you're sharing with all your Ming and mates? And why on earth are we doing it? I can't figure it out. I just don't know which one it is. So it's really interesting you should say this because um, I went over to a friend's house the other week. Because you're getting one for um, the allotment. Oh, no, imagine that. Take that to the next level. <laughs> Making hash cakes, hanging out in the jacuzzi. Machine Gun Kelly comes over. I don't even know who he is. But um, who is that guy anyway? Well, who is Machine Gun Kelly? I don't know, but he loves himself and he's going out with one Doesn't of the he? most beautiful women in the world and he's just a long, lanky string of piss with like dyed blonde hair. I don't get it. And it kind of looks like because he's sh- so showy, I think he might have a small peen, I've decided. <laughs> just a feeling, I, I guess. Lanky, what do you call him? I'm going to write this down. Lanky, lanky string, string of, of piss. piss. String of piss. String of piss, yeah. Um, dyed blonde hair, small ween ween. Does he do any songs? Is he a singer? Is that what he is? I saw him, the only reason I'm aware of him, I've heard of his name a couple of times, and I saw an excruciating interview between him and Martin Brundle. At Formula One! At Formula Formula One! One. Oh, God! God! What are you doing there? Get off! Let someone who likes the sport go and have a walk around the grid. I feel the exact same. I watched that bush, and I literally had to put my head in my hands. He's a real arsehole, isn't he? He is an arsehole. So uh, not not a big fan of Machine Gun Kelly on this podcast, and that's just that's just how we are. That's how we roll. Um, but going back to jacuzzi, so well, I went around their house for the first time. These mm. these friends in Essex, and they've got uh, a hot tub out the uh, out the back, and it it kind of changes your view of people. Not 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 for the worse. Like it, I, I didn't think anything less of them, but it adds a kind of like I I party time. Now, I don't mean keys in the bowl, but maybe I do mean keys in the bowl. What Do you think keys in the bowl when you see a jacuzzi in a house? I do have friends who have a jacuzzi in their house. I don't really feel like keys in a bowl, but it's like it's like if you came to our house, Bush, right? And you came over to the flat right. and I was like, right, strip down to your boxers. It's just such an inappropriate thing to ask a visitor to do, do you know? And yep. that's essentially what they're asking you to do. Plus get them wet so they're clingy. And we could see all of your shapes, Bush. And I just yep. don't know if I if I want to do that with with friends or colleagues. It's weird actually because we we did a we did an American road trip when I was in my early thirties with it with a group of friends, and there was a hot tub at this motel that we stayed at in Houston, and we all were all in the hot tub. And even when you're in your thirties, you're on an American road trip, then it's completely fine. But even despite all that kind of familiarity and everything being cool, because you're in your thirties and da da da. Uh, getting out is just awful. Like getting out, I had quite like white shorts on, and <laughs> one of the girls we were with, Katie, was like, "Bush, please." It's horrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want to put anyone through that. Seeing that, get out the water, uh, and really awfully get out the water as well. Not not kind of gracefully get out, just horrendously. Because you know, if you look at, you think about like film and TV. Mm. There's lots of like very attractive getting in and outs of water, isn't there? You know, that like whole, Love Island uh, or something like that. I don't really watch that, but I can motion. imagine they look hot getting in and out of a hot tub. Me and you, Bush, like beached seals trying to get in and out of that thing. Horrendous. And in swimwear as well. So imagine that. Put that in your mental image, uh, dear listeners. To be honest, Bush, I'm putting that in my wank bank. I knew it was going in the wank bank. Well, there, there it is. What, what a start to this episode. Uh, J is for jacuzzi. Uh, another J in the A to Z of everything um, I'm going to put in is Jack in the Box. The game thing from when we were kids. Well, that is in the little clown that's in a box. Absolutely effing terrifying. Totally terrifying. My my most frequent 
recurring nightmare. Uh, that I, I've, I've had two recurring nightmares in my life. Uh, one is having watched The Elephant Man, David Lynch's The Elephant Man, which is in black and white. I think I crept downstairs or something. My mum and dad were having a party and I watched it. Absolutely scared the bejesus out of me. And the other one is, I, I don't know where it came from, but I had a recurring dream that... I walked into my mum and dad's bedroom. You know, you get these weird dreams when you're a kid where it's like you're up in the middle of the night and the rest of the house is either not there or asleep. It's slow motion, really weird. And I remember going into, in this dream, went into my mum and dad's bedroom, opened the door, they were both just asleep. And I looked down on the floor and there was a a box, a brightly coloured clown-like box. And then I went to take another step into the room and this jack-in-the-box just like boinged out the top of it. No. <laughs> no. With like bells and weird wobbly eyes going in different directions. And I woke up and I, ha- I must have had that dream like 30, 40 times in my entire life. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if you're one of those people listening to this now and you, you can interpret dreams. What the fuck does that mean? Also, there is a real sort of trend now, isn't there? Well, with some people. So there's a trend on social media for like giving your kid a fright. You know, they were like, um, you know, throwing oh, cheese yeah. at babies' faces and stuff like that. So I'm not, weird, that, isn't it? So, like, I don't find that, it's like, terrible. I know I'm laughing while I'm telling you, but I just don't think I'd do it to my own kid if I had a kid, like, really freak it out. I saw one last night on, on Twitter or X or whatever, and it was <laughs> these parents who'd dressed one of the parents up as the Lorax, and the little kid just absolutely lost its mind. It, like, its face was terrified. And I feel like that's our version of that. You know, the -the jack-in-the-box, things like that. Where is this toy inventor coming up going, do you know what we'll do? We'll scare the living shit out of these children (laughs) and we'll sell loads of toys. But do you know what? Every house had a jack-in-the-box bush. But I don't know if they're around anymore. You're right, though. In the 70s and 80s, you couldn't move for jack-in-the-boxes. Every household kind of had to have one, right? Fridge, freezer fridge, oven, microwave, jack-in-the-box. Now, you don't see them anymore. And I, I think that I, most toys I'm a little bit nostalgic about and think, oh, I wish they were still around. But um, jack-in-the-box, no, they're absolutely horrendously terrifying things. So uh, that's going on the list. In the A to Z of everything, J is for jack-in-the-box. Right, we, we'll just have to have a very quick conversation about this, right? And it's the Jaffa Cake. Now, the reason I bring up Jaffa Cakes are because a couple of people wrote in about this saying biscuits or cakes or neither. Now, I have a rule about the Jaffa Cake, okay? One, okay, I'd like to hear this. There's two rules, actually. One is that I can't watch the Great British Bake Off without a packet of Jaffa Cakes. I don't know why, that's okay. just the rule. And the second right. rule is I've never been able to just have a few from... You know the way they come in two towers, you know, they come in two sticks of Jaffa Cakes. Yeah. So I can't have just a few from the first compartment. I have to have the whole thing, like the whole plastic thing. So I'd, I'd so go through. You maybe, can't just nibble at a couple on, no. in one tube. You have to have the entire tube. No one can. I, I I implore anyone to come forward who's able to have three Jaffa cakes and put the packet away. It's not by the end of it. You're not even enjoying them. You're just like gnawing <laughs> on them. But like you have to get through the whole pack and then put the other container away. So you can't imagine. Um, putting the container away with like two or three still rattling around in there. That's just kind of, you can't even get your head around that, can it's you? It's never happened to anyone ever in the world. It just hasn't. I don't, I refuse <laughs> to believe it. Like, I refuse. They are so nice though. But I mean, would you like to wade into the debate as to whether you think it's um, a cake or a Now, would you believe, or... <laughs> I have done, I have watched a show about this. I can't remember whether it was right. like one of those into the factory or back in time for tea or whatever. Anyway, I watched it and apparently there's less tax on a cake than on a biscuit or maybe no. it's maybe it's the other way around it's one of them anyway so you pay less tax on one and therefore 
they labelled it a, whichever one it is, cake or biscuit, and that's what they went with because of that. It was a taxing. The same with, I think, is it Converse? They put on a really loose, a really soft sole on the shoe because then they could say it was a slipper and the slipper had less tax on it as well. I know. Now, you know the way my facts come with caveats, which are, I may have gotten some of that incorrect. (laughs) I'm just going to say that now, but I, I have a vague recollection of you know, the Jaffa cake, it was some sort of tax break and some sort of like, Amazing. let's get, let's pay less. I love, I love this podcast because it, it asks more questions than it answers. 100%. Uh, if you're listening to this now and you have any intel on what Louise just put out there, a huge conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. if true, that uh, Jaffa cakes are called cakes as a tax loophole and Converse are actually classified as slippers because of their soft sole. Weird you should say that though, because I'm wearing Converse as we speak. Give us a look. Nice white, yeah. There you Standard, go. yeah. Um, but I was thinking, because I can feel the ground underneath my feet when I'm walking into this bit of the office. Yeah. So I always think, like, they're going to they're gonna go through at some point. It is an incredibly soft sole, but durable. See? See, Bush? Wow. Whoa. What a disappointing tax loophole. Bush, can I just ask you, what are you wearing today? You mean this T-shirt? I don't think that's a T-shirt. Is it? Is that not a jersey or something? Yeah, so we went on a Disney cruise for work. Yeah. And they had, in the Disney shop... Um, and I tended to avoid the Disney shop because it's so expensive in there. But in the Disney shop, they had um, what appear to be football shirts, but the staff wear them, with, which have got Disney insignia. Okay, okay. So it's a Disney jersey you're wearing. Yeah, so I look like... Um, like I like the idea of, of being like a, a hypothetical Disney um, hooligan group, like the Disney headhunters or something. Maybe we'll meet the, the Nickelodeon gang two stops down from an away game in a couple of weeks' time and have a right old tear-up. Okay, okay, Lewisham. okay. I just, because sometimes when you were, what's your football team that you love that never does well? Uh, I take issue with the end of that statement, actually, but they're called Everton Football Club and we are on, on, the, on the up. We're on the ascendant. Thank you very much, Louise. Yes. Okay, okay. I just wondered, was it another um, poorly designed Everton jersey? That's all. Another poorly designed Everton jersey? It's not my fault. I just don't like it. But like, what do you think of the actual shirt, though? The, the I mean, shirt. I like the story behind it more than I like the jersey itself. Okay, well, there you go. Now I know where I stand. Uh, in the A to Z of everything, uh, uh, J is for Jaffa Cakes and then uh, footnote about Converse All-Stars. Uh, another J I'd like to throw in the mix um, are Jigsaws. J is for Jigsaws. Oh, nice, Bush. Now, obviously, we've done a board game podcast together, um, Bush's board game thing. And thank you. We still get lots of lovely messages about that podcast. So thank you to everyone who listened to that. Uh, we did. I, I don't know whether we covered Jigsaws I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Push. Well, I'm glad because I I don't get it, right? So it's a weird position for me to be in because I am, obviously I'm a board game geek and I love playing board games and I'm always trying to get people to play them. And, and a lot of the time it's the battle is trying to get people to sit down and play a game. So I, maybe I should be more positive towards Jigsaws as like um, a way in or a gateway to people playing more games. However, I just, I can't understand why people do it. I just don't get it. Do you know what I mean? Are you, are you, are you into them? I'm shocked. I'm shocked at your feeling on this. So I just thought because you're such a board game geek and you you said that yourself, that you'd be all over a jigsaw. I am one of those, you know, one of those pathetic people who during COVID decided, oh, I'd get like a a thousand piece (laughs) jigsaw and and try it. And you know what, Bush? I just, so my partner and I decided we'd do one together. And he was so much better than me at it that I just got so frustrated that I was just fuck off and leave the room. I just couldn't handle it. So I was just like, I hated it. I actually found it way harder than I thought I would and it made me feel thick. I I don't like the idea of doing a jigsaw with somebody else. I I think a jigsaw is a very solitary occupation. Do you? you? Particularly if you know like you're thinking, oh, I'll have that bit and then he jumps in, Tom jumps in. 
and because with his photographer's eye, gets yeah. it first and sticks it in there. That that can only breed slight resentment amongst people, don't you think? Well, maybe it was that, and he had a real process to it. Like he'd say, "No, no, no," because what we're doing is we're doing the sky right now, so we need to get all the blue oh, pieces right. together. And I just be like, "Look, oh, I want to do my own thing," you know. I want to do the the bottom left corner with all the brown bits in it, and I just yeah. it doesn't breed for a good relationship, and I don't. But people do again. I'm going to go back to the mental health thing, like with the allotment. People do absolutely swear by it. They swear by it for like meditative, you know, sort of keeping calm and all that kind of thing. The bit I find really bizarre about it is like, you know, uh, Emma Jones from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on on Absolute Radio is a uh, one of my colleagues is is a huge jigsaw um, person. But she she does the, it's the pictures that they pick. Like she'll she'll spend like a week putting together a jigsaw of like a a portrait from you know the 1700s of like an old lady. It's like we do. What's the point? What's the point in that? I did see some jigsaws on, I don't know why they're pushing this ad to me on Instagram, but it was basically jigsaws of four dogs doing a poop in a field. And they were like, you know, the next greatest gift for your loved one. I was like, wow, you know, stuff's really gone crazy, hasn't it? Well, we still do keep getting uh, messages from people who have been getting adverts based on some of the stuff that we've covered in the podcast. So look, if you get a jigsaw advert after listening to this, uh, drop us a message, A to Z of everything on Instagram. So in the A to Z of everything, Jay is for jigsaws. Jay is also for, now you'd be surprised at how many people wrote in about this to our Instagram, A to Z of everything podcast on Insta. Um, The first one is from Victoria. And then the second one is from Angie Holland, and they've both put forward jizz. Oh, my. I know. Oh, my. Now, even for me, that's a lot. So I'm going to read Angie's message, okay? She said, Even even for you, that was a lot. You're the one that was going on about, um, sorry to keep using the word, but jizz stains. In a um, limo. Bus seats. No, in a limo. <laughs> you, I, mean, I reckon, I'm, I'm sure you were mentioning jizz on bus seats as well. I think actually. I was mentioning A lot of jizz-based stuff. Piss, piss on bus seats. Right, thanks for clarifying, <laughs> Louise. <laughs> so Angie says, Hi, I'd like to before the word jizz. I just love it. The word and not the actual thing. Also, my mum also my mum had no idea what it meant and someone said it at work in her office. There's my mother shouting, What's jizz? What's jizz? in a fairly quiet professional office. I died laughing, although me having to explain what flicking the bean meant. I don't even oh, know what that conversation that conversation has so many dear, oh, dear, things oh, wrong with it, Bush, I don't know where to go with it. There's a lot to unpack there. There is a lot Explaining that phrase to your mum, imagine yeah. that gee whiz. And how did it go from jizz to like flicking the bean? It just it's a lot. It's a it's a very busy evening in the Angie Holland household. Yeah, there is a lot going on there. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know what to say about that apart from. Um, I, I mean, I've said this before. If you're an American listener to this podcast, I just don't think Americans or anyone in any other country has got as many different words for stuff as okay. us Brits have for dirty, dirty things, dirty, dirty things. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are, are we going to allow jizz on the list or no? What do you think? Put it in. Yeah, let's, we're not shy of a bit of jizz. <laughs> jizz is going in. Okay, I'm writing jizz. it on the list right now. Jizz is going in. Thank you, Angie. And thank you, Victoria, you sick, sick girls. I love it. I'm going to chuck another one in the mixer here. In the A to Z of everything, J is for jeans. Uh, I, I love jeans. Always wearing jeans. Although I look back at some... I'm starting to look back at, like, um, photos of of me or people in the 90s now where, or even early 2000s where I still felt like, you know, you're quite cool. And you look back at that that era of the bootcut gene and it oh, really no, is a monstrosity, no, 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 isn't it? No, no, no. Horrific. App, an instant turn off. Instant turn off. Bush. Isn't it? How many times do you wash your jeans? I, I wash them fairly regularly. Do fairly you? regularly. Not loads. Why, what's your, what's your take on this? I, I wash them fairly regularly as well, but I know people who would like go a year, go 
like a year without washing them and stuff because you know the way the more you wash them the softer they get and they just really mold to your body because like jeans aren't like immediately comfortable you're not like oh do you know what I've got my period I'm going to stick on a pair of jeans it's just not like that you know great example yes great you example know? so but as you get into this as you as you wear them in they definitely get more and more comfortable so I understand people not washing them but don't forget like where you're sitting like on the street on the bus on the tube you know we have this bed bug infestation now potentially Blech. So I'm just yeah, a bit like, so I do feel, and I think when they were invented or when they first came out, the whole thing was like, they they stay clean. You don't need to wash them that often. I think that was one of the draws of them as well. Um, yeah. So I just wondered, what were you, what were you, what are you like with them? Because obviously, you know, your junk lives in them, especially on a hot day. What's the crack? <laughs> I, I've never really thought about it, the, the junk angle. I mean, I, I, I do like to, I keep them washed. I don't like the smell of getting dirty jeans. I, the kids put loads of dirt on them by climbing yeah. onto you or wiping their face on you when they, you know, when they come up and grab you by the legs when you stood up. A lot of nose wiping goes on on me because of that. You think they're trying to give you a hug, but they're just wiping their nose on you. But um, the the bit I'm just horrified by is is jeans that I used to think were incredibly cool. Like you remember the the twister jeans from the the early two thousands? Are they just very tight drain pipe kind of? What were twister ones? No, Why they were like. Who made twister jeans? They were like they were just quite baggy, but they had like a twisted seam line oh that went around the outside. Do you remember that? <laughs> and they were I, like, thought, I thought they were like the coolest thing. <laughs> oh, they're so fucking cool. And I look at photos of me now and I look like a A bellend? I don't know. I I look like a, just a fucking bellend. Yeah. Like a dealer. Like take me to your dealer t shirt wearing bellend. Oh my god, the twisters, but I haven't thought about them in like since they were around and they are repulsive aren't they just absolutely repulsive. repulsive really baggy and then you get that kind of Simon Cowling fraying of the back of the bell end bell, bell end <laughs> the bell bit of the jean yeah the bell end the bell end <laughs> and it would fray and you get all dirty and then, and then if you walk to a gig or a night out and it was raining your, your trousers would soak up all the puddles in the entire town well, don't forget, like, I was, a, I was a teenager in the 90s, so we were all about, like, those baggy, you know, jeans. They, they, there was these trousers called Sloppy Joes, but the jean version, if you got stuck on a rainy day, you're talking, you know, the rain would travel up the jean nearly to your knee, and it would just be that black rain, you know, that black wetness from the filth yeah, of the yeah, streets. Yeah. I don't miss that, I have to say. No, I I, I'm, I, I can't, literally can't believe I used to wear them, so... Uh, it's just horrific to look at those those photos. You know, when you match that up with an era of goatee beards or oh, Jesus. that weird little crouton. Remember when guys used to have that kind of little crouton of hair just below their lip? Yeah, what's that about? Very, uh, I don't know, you know, with a spiky stud coming out of it. It's, it was just a dodgy era. It's a dodgy... I think we're looking back at the noughties now and thinking, hmm. A little, you know, like you get that kind of a bit of distance and you start to question the choices. Uh, in the A to Z of everything, uh, J is for jeans. Matt's been in touch. He's given us a, a pretty good list, I have to say. Uh, he said, nice. I'm going to give you the first three. Uh, well, I'm going to give you the first four because the fourth one I'm not too convinced on. Jurassic Park, uh, Jenga, Jumanji, and then the fourth one he's just written, Jail. Is there like a life story for him? Maybe that was sequential. You know, he had a bad year ending with that. Do you think so? Does, do we feel yeah. like he's got some inside knowledge on this? Wouldn't it be amazing? Who's it, Matt, yeah? Yeah, Matt, yeah. Imagine if he wrote to us from prison. That'd be so good. <gasps> Bush. Okay, we need to start getting some prison letters. I would love a prisoner to be writing to us. Please, Bush, can we make that happen? Look, if, you, if you're listening to this and you are um, at Her Majesty's Pleasure, um, mm-hmm. please do get in touch. Louise, what's the, uh, the Instagram again? Because I always get it wrong. Are they allowed on Instagram when they're in prison, though? 
If you've got a phone up your ass, one of those little tiny <laughs> mini phones up your ass, get it out, see whether you can get a browser on it and drop us a message on Instagram. A to Z of everything podcast on Instagram. Right, well, that is us nearly done for another week. Is there any other little ones we want to chuck in on, Jay, before we delve into the, the, the bag of destiny for next week? No, I think, I think we've covered it all, Bush, to be honest. Well, there's some good ones there. Thank you for everyone who has got in touch and suggested stuff this week. We really appreciate it. Uh, delving into the bag of destiny, let's see where we're going next week on this podcast. Like we say, this is not alphabet in sequential order. It's just kind of chaos and just how we roll. All right, B. B has come out. Oh, it's nice. stuff beginning with B for next week. Okay, we can definitely handle B. Get in touch about that. We want to hear your suggestions. We'll give you a shout-out, particularly if you are in prison. Uh, you have been listening to the A to Z of Everything. It's a curious small production produced by the chafing, fantastic Dane Smith. Uh, music, as ever, by the brilliant Revolution Void. Uh, we shall see you next week. Louise, see you then. See you, Bush. 